Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Test Life number 201. We are here on the, what is it, the 12th, the 12th of May, 2021. Wow. Do you guys know it's been, it's been four years since we started this? Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Back when Tesla Slack was cheap and everybody said it was That's overpriced. That's right. Yeah, I wish, I wish we had a time machine to start over again because I know a lot of us might be investing a little bit differently. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, uh, indeed. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as per usual, we have Mr. Casey Green joining us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. Got a little show and tell today. So I picked this up from uh, Japan, a little cyber truck and trailer. Oh. Nice. I think it's heavy. It's solid aluminum. <laughs> wow. And then in my uh, test box today, I got a supercharger phone charger. Cool. Look at that. <laughs> does it it's light big. up? Uh, it does not, but I, I oh, could probably okay. modify it to do so. It looked like it uh, made to do that. Good. It doesn't look like Ooh. it does, though. So. Now, Casey, <laughs> I know you're not experiencing okay. this, Wonder. but uh, how about anybody else in the D.C. area? Is there any shortage of gasoline going on? Lines. Lines around the, yeah. the way. I've heard of a yeah. couple stations out um, in the area. That's uh, I've been watching the NBC News just before showtime, and yes. uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of lineups across the southern U.S. and pushing up into Jersey. Yeah, I saw uh, a couple photos that concerned me. One was uh, a couple that had uh, a bunch of jerry cans, and they were laid sideways in the in the back of the car. They were stacking them. But more concerning to me was uh, the one where I saw a bunch of clear plastic bags full of gasoline. Oh, my <laughs> God. People were putting gas in grocery bags, <laughs> and, and then they're just leaking all over the place. Oh, look, let's put that bag in another bag. Oh, oh my gosh! I, I mean, I thought I thought that was just that one lady in the meme, but then then I saw these, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Somebody saw that and thought, hey, that's a good idea. That's <laughs> not what that was supposed to portray to you. <laughs> Especially when it started dissolving the bag and leaking straight through. <laughs> oh. Also joining us from the West Coast, we have Mr. Patrick Connor from the Portland area. How are you today, sir? Hello, I am great. See, if we just moved the whole world off of these fossil fuels, all we takes, wouldn't have this problem. Right takes, now, all the energy yeah. I need coming in down from the sky, from the big fusion ball up there, that's how it should be. Self-powered. Come on. <laughs> uh, Fusion-powered future free from fossil fuels? Woo! <laughs> Adding yet another F. Yes. Super <laughs> Future full oh, of fusion, man. free from fossil fuels. <laughs> there we go. That works. We're just building upon it every show. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a, a tongue twister for, uh, for years to come, for sure. I couldn't get. Yeah, the first few weeks I stumbled on it, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, you've got to keep keep growing, keep growing. <laughs> uh, well, our first story of the evening uh, is uh, something about uh, close to that uh, big fusion ball in the sky. That's uh, the Starlink system. Uh, the uh, SpaceX, I guess, reported that Starlink has, to this point, received over half a million orders to date. Now, these orders are, of course, of people lining up asking for it. Uh, they're not necessarily ones that have been turned onto the system or are paying a monthly fee at this point. But well, they have given them $100. Showing... <laughs> right, yeah, they've got yes. a, a small deposit. But you've got you've got a, a group of people, uh, half a million strong, that want the Starlink system. And uh, the uh, this group, of course, is from multiple countries. Uh, some uh, that uh, Starlink wasn't even servicing at the time. But as we've seen uh, recently, uh, France just got added to the list. So there's many... European countries being added, uh, and uh, the number just keeps rolling out. So uh, I have no doubt that this is going to be a big, uh, big revenue collector for SpaceX. Uh, and as Elon had mentioned, it probably will go IPO at some point once their revenue is more predictable. Uh, and of course, uh, with the, the new option coming that uh, those Starlink receivers uh, could be mobile, 
uh, for their owners is another big plus. Uh, so uh, I definitely see a big uptick uh, in the in amount of uh, orders for this, uh, for this popular uh, internet uh, connection. How long until the uh, streams from their rocket launches are, are using uh, Starlink to broadcast them? Sooner than actually, actually, <laughs> they are now placed on the um, on the uh, barges, right? That's yes. the connection. Oh, so cool. they're using Starlink on the uh, the barges that collect uh, the incoming uh, return of uh, first stage. Um, and the uh, even even with Starlink connected to them, there's still a problem because, of course, I guess it's the interference of a rocket coming down on a barge <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. So there, you know, there is some interference when that uh, engine is lighted up and it's uh, landing the vehicle. So uh, even with Starlink, uh, there's still the those pauses. But uh, yeah, great. Uh, they're they're using it internally uh, in a uh, in a mobile sense right now. Yep, and they've got another one scheduled to go out in three days on May 15th at yeah. 6.58 local time. So that'll and, be fun uh, to watch. over 1,500 satellites currently in orbit. And, and they're not even all in place yet. Yeah. Another 60 going up no. uh, every every launch. Yep. And, and, and um, so even if they were to stop right now, uh, there would still be more people who would be serviced as they all get into their final positions. So uh, aside from this one coming up on the 15th, they've got two more launches and the first shell will be complete and then they'll start on additional shells until they get done. So uh, I have a feeling that they'll be at what, 80 to 90% worldwide coverage in just a matter of months as, as the satellites shift into space. In wow. a place, I should say. <laughs> I wonder who I, yeah, and in space, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, this year is going to have more rocket launches than any year. That would be cool. Yeah, oh, I'm sure somebody out there tracks that. If you know about it, put it in the comments because that would be interesting to check out. The last Starlink launch was um, the tenth uh, booster launch for for the booster that uh, that did uh, DM one. So I actually watched this booster's first mission live in person, and then watched it happen oh, again. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot yeah. to pull up the chat, so I'm going to mute myself for a second while I load that up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the idea of reusable rockets makes so much sense. If you had to, uh, you know, burn your car uh, after every trip, <laughs> it wouldn't be very economical to go anywhere. And uh, that's effectively what space travel has been up to this, up before exactly. SpaceX. Yeah. So this is this is cool. And this one's made its tenth time, and that that's that's incredible. Absolutely. So in the chat already, we've got Hockey Day, Anders. And JT24 uh, on my screen first. I don't know if he was first because of my negligence. Uh, hockey day. <laughs> negligence. Oh, yeah. You're going to the slammer, buddy. <laughs> yeah, hockey day was first. Yeah. Well, with that, uh, on to our next story. Patrick's got it about a, an, an EV title for Q1. That's ah. right. This is uh, from Tasmanian. Uh, Tesla is the world's best-selling brand in EV market for Q1 2021, taking a 16% share. So this is worldwide, and uh, Tesla was number one, beating out their nearest competitor by about 40,000 vehicles. And their, their nearest competitor is a company, SAIC, which makes a vehicle called the Wuling Mini EV that sells for about $4,500. So right now, Tesla's not even making the S and X, and uh, they are number one, and certainly number one by revenue, if you consider uh, that their second uh, competitor is selling cars for less than $5,000. And, um, and and there's a market for that. I'm not going to bash on those. Um, uh, there are there are several think cities uh, around here in the Portland area. When the company went out of business, this was one of the areas where uh, a lot of the remaining inventory was put. And those are, are really fun little vehicles. So um, every every car has its place. Every uh, mile that's replaced with electric instead of gas is a good thing because, as we saw, 
people can't be responsible with gasoline in more ways than one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, to round out the top five, um, number three is Volkswagen. Number four is BMW, and number five is Stellantis. Um, which uh, that's the new name for the merger with um, several car names that, that we know that they chose not to go with. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Stellantis is um, Alfa oh, Romeo, people. Chrysler, Dodge, Fiat, Jeep, Maserati, Opel, Peugeot, Ram Truck. Peugeot is where that number is coming from because none of the other names you named have any good EVs. <laughs> right, yeah. They all have tokens. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I won't get off topic on how dumb a name Stellantis is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there you have it. Tesla is number one, and um, and on a worldwide basis. Not. So, I mean, if you look at certain regions, that there are places where they're forty percent of the market share or higher. So yeah, this is sixteen percent in a worldwide basis. That's quite a chunk. Like when you think worldwide. Yes. Uh, yes. It's, uh, it's sixteen uh, percent of the entire world market. Um, yes, and this includes plug-in hybrids in their uh, data. A as ton well, of plug-in hybrids. Of course, <laughs> Tesla makes makes zero. Yeah, uh, yeah, and even with that, you know, Toyota's not up here with their plug-in vehicles, so they're not even in the top five. Yeah. Well, remember, they don't believe in plugs. It's a self-charging hybrid. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, the self-charging yeah. EV they call it. <laughs> yeah, cool. that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, they did. Um, I they did get sued in the UK over that. They're not allowed to use yes. it anymore. I think. Yeah, and uh, somebody believes in truth in advertising. They as they should. That is just deceptive advertising, and it, it it doesn't even it makes them look bad. It just makes them look like they're trying to deceive people. I mean, come on. Yeah, I I don't know why they went with that. It just uh, like you said, it's once you understand what they're saying, it it really is a that's a deception tool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we wonder why Musk doesn't like traditional advertising. <laughs> right? There's a perfect example. There's a perfect <laughs> example. And there's no doubt there's there are there is bad advertising out there. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, definitely but is. with that, on to our next story. Casey's got about an improvement to the wipers. Improvement in software. So our friend Green the only was digging around in the software again as one does when you are green the only. And he found that they have now fed into deep rain all of the cameras. So hopefully uh, they'll be better. That starts with software update 2021.4.15.5. I went from 2021.4.15 to 2021.4.17, but there was no rain. So I'll let you know. <laughs> You have to get the hose out and pretend. And <laughs> um, but but it's it's uh, mine has never liked being fooled by the hose. I've tried like water uh, bottles, hose. Yeah, it's like I know what you're doing. That, that neural yeah, network is pretty smart. <laughs> I see a guy with a, a floppy device and there's water coming out of it. Yeah, he's faking it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I've uh, always found that it's in the transition that the the problem occurs. So yeah, my, mine uh, used to just, for a couple. Sorry, go ahead just starting or, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, uh, intensifying or uh, intensity slowing down. It seems yeah. to be the transitions that I've noticed that uh, sometimes you have to uh, press the extra wipe manual button a few times. Yeah, I very seldom had to train it to wipe faster with the with the one, one, one button swipe. But a lot of times I had to try and use the, the voice command for slow wipers. And sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. Wipers one and it just pretends that here's saying something else. <laughs> uh, for a couple of updates, I had the bug where if you washed, if you washed the windshield, it would um, it would go crazy, and <laughs> that that went away with uh, uh, like two, maybe three updates ago, and uh, so we'll see how it does now, and I'm I'm excited to to let you know. Uh, but that was that was that was the only thing I could find in in the updates. I literally just got back from my uh, my deep dive drive, and in fact, I didn't even make a. A whole separate video for it. I did. Uh, I did test of the, the flashing yellow lights, and then I uh, just did a, a montage for how it handles uh, navigate on autopilot because everything else felt exactly the same. Like it would be interesting to know if they're employing all these cameras. Is what uh, you know? What cues is it taking from the other cameras, like the side camera or the back camera? 
I wonder, is, is it just looking for raindrops? Is it, you know, what, what, what is the cue that it gets from these other cameras? And, oh, and does so it? That, that, that's uh, not how neural nets work though, right? There's a, uh, it's, it's more uh, black box magic. It's just uh, exactly. when, it, when, when the inference uh, comes out with the right output, uh, th then it gets uh, reinforced. And when it doesn't, it, it gets feedback. Uh, but, uh, and, and you'd have to do quite a bit of digging in to figure out exactly what it was correlating to. Rain. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, it's going to look different from different angles at different speeds from different cameras. And so, yeah. um, you know, what rain looks like is what it will be learning. And in fact, if they're just now adding those extra cameras, the, uh, the first couple releases is probably just going to be collecting data and looking to do training with it. And so yeah. it won't be until, you know, some subsequent release when you actually have an improvement on deep rain using all the other cameras. Yeah. I'm curious how much help the rear camera can be because on every model from 2012 to today, they the rear camera gets caked up with dirty raindrops pretty pretty immediately. <laughs> yes, it does. They really do, especially here in Oregon, we get a lot of rain, uh, and they need something to improve that. Whether it's a a little squirt of water that rinses it, or or um, I've seen covers that spin to throw the water off, or some other solution. Uh, a yeah. burst of air, whatever. Come up with something, please, because otherwise I'm back there, my thumb wiping off the camera right? every time before I get in. Yeah, or Nissan. halfway to wherever I'm going, camera's blurred out again. Nissan's and got I, a good patent where they do um, a slow stream of water, and and then because it's so slow, it, it's it's um, it's able to to, to just, laminar uh, flow. Yeah, well, not really quite laminar flow. It, it keeps the um, the droplets from accumulating, but also, like you said, it's near laminar, so it the car is able to just see through it as clear as day. So, Right. Yep. Something like that. And your car is leaving a little trail of water as you drive everywhere. <laughs> That's okay. But it's already raining, so... <laughs> right, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I so never have to fill up the rain in the front. I, in the I never have to fill up my washer cool. fluid, but I have to fill up my camera cleaning fluid bucket. <laughs> That would be cool if they could collect that with a filter. And just, <laughs> it fills its own bucket. You fill it once, and then everything else yeah, is just, just from, from just the rain. Re, yeah, filters right. it and uh, puts it back in the bucket. There you go. Right. If you yeah, now we've got a little rains. now we've got a little thing that's costing a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give Tesla that patent for free. They, they can yeah, have it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, Andrew Next, says Tesla doesn't uh, need advertising. Uh, <laughs> Elon just drives a Cybertruck in New York. <laughs> oh, yes. We will talk about that later, Anders. That's yes. right. That's coming up. Uh, before that, uh, Casey's got a story about uh, the referral. Pro oh, no. I've got a story first. I've skipped over mine. We've yeah. got uh, we've got backing on Patrick's story about sales and the 16%. Apparently, Tesla has basically sold out its production of Q2 by halfway into this quarter. So they're indicating that, you know, they, they know how many cars they can make in Q2. And they're saying that the amount of cars that they can make is already been pre-sold uh, through people that are waiting for their orders. Uh, so uh, that would mean that uh, we're in for a, a huge Q2 uh, that uh, is, is sold in half the time that Q2 takes to happen. Um, so <laughs> that means that there is a huge upswing in the sales numbers of people wanting to get their cars. Um, so that's kind of surprising. That's never happened before. It's never been announced like this before. Um, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, obviously physically the factories can only make X amount of vehicles based on the stock that's coming in and how fast the lines run and uh, the employees and the shifts that they've got. But um, I wonder if they've got some plans in motion now after seeing this uh, to uh, increase some production because uh, based on these numbers, I could see that Q3 and Q4 are gonna follow along. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of surprising. What did you guys think about this? I think maybe they should build another factory or two, like maybe one in Europe and one somewhere else, like maybe Texas. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they're on to you, Patrick. That's a good plan. Wow, I'm glad they thought of that. <laughs> well, this this goes into like I've been saying for years now that if everyone switched all of their factories magically overnight at the snap of a finger to full EV production, it will still take us ten years to roll the fleet. And this just further proves that that you know that the number one car manufacturer can't keep up. And it's just the way it is. So we're gonna keep it up. <laughs> Yeah, so Mark, um, I'm sure that they have sold out many quarters. Like when when they had all those Model Three, Model Three, uh, wherever it is, yeah, uh, uh, pre pre orders, uh, 2018, 19. Uh, you know, they were selling every car they could make. Um, so they were sold out. Uh, well, they didn't sell but, every but you, would to, you would have to admit that back <laughs> then, though, they weren't producing as many as they are today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've um, being Production constrained is pretty normal for Tesla. That's for yeah. sure. But but being uh, this far sold out is 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 unique for them because typically they'll sell out the last month of the quarter, a couple of weeks into the last month of the quarter, and then this yeah, is this and, is new. Yeah, we even have seen them have end of quarter incentives uh, and little perks to try to get more. I people can do that this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time. Yeah, if you're yeah, they're, they're calling people and saying, "Can you throw in another five hundred bucks?" <laughs> yeah, but but here, here's the thing, though. This is an overall sold out. Don't forget that S and X are sold out through the beginning of next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, I should get my 2025 order in soon. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> right. I think I'll be needing a car when when this one's through. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, well, let's move on to the referral program. And so All right. What's going on there, Casey? So Tesla is, is, is getting a little tired of people spamming out the referral code. So they're making some changes that, that should be more, allegedly, they're making some more changes that should be more uh, of, a, of a fine experience for the referrer and the referees. And as we all know, getting butts in seats sells the car. So it looks like they're going to update the app and it's going to put an emphasis on getting butts in the seat. So you'll either help somebody out at the Tesla store or you'll drive somebody or let somebody drive your car and you'll they'll scan your code in the app with their app. And then when they buy their car, you get your credit. Uh, hopefully because of the new effort involved, it might be something more than a thousand free supercharger miles that expire, but uh they're not saying, and uh, they're not confirming or denying that this is is the new case, but but it, it makes sense. I like this idea. If, yeah. if you really work with somebody and you they ask you questions, you talk to them face to face, and then they buy a car, and you help answer their questions. That's a whole lot different than I put out a YouTube video and thousands of people saw it, and I'm getting two free roasters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is how it really should be um, not just something that that a, a few people that have a, a large reach uh, can take advantage of but uh you know real face-to-face -face interaction one-on-one -on -one, talking to people like you said casey butts in seats letting them drive your car uh them asking you what's the ownership experience like is charging a hassle um how hard was it to have a, a uh, wall charger installed in your garage. Um, how do you schedule charging? Um, how much is it going to impact my electricity bill? Whatever there, you know, hundreds of questions that people have. And uh, this, this is really the way that the program should have been for a long time, in my opinion. Yeah, there, there, were, there, were, there were not just uh, YouTube, because YouTube actually uh, ran up against the very edge of the gray area pretty quickly with Tesla. Uh, but then we had folks who were, you know, making uh, special uh, redirects that would uh, that would take you to their referral code. Uh, they were uh, some folks who bought advertisements that that, that were the referral code. Um, and then each time that something egregious uh, was found out, they would they would adjust it. And yeah. um, but then you've got I do cases... find it ironic that I'm bashing this as we're on YouTube talking about Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, th there there were also cases where uh, the employees would steal uh, referrals. Uh, they fixed that, but then you know I've I've been on both sides of this one here, where uh, I had some referrals that disappeared from my system, but the car still showed up with the same driver. It's like it was in my app, but now it's not. And there's the car and you. Some shenanigans happened, hmm. but at the same time, there were two referrals that I didn't actually know. My Tesla uh, crew actually put them in my account. One of them didn't uh, didn't complete, and then the other did. 
uh, but I didn't complete. Like I don't know if they didn't they backed out or if the financing didn't happen or whatever. And then the other one, it, it popped in, and I actually saw them join my local group uh, for the for the one that that was uh, done for. And uh, but like I said, you know, so it's fifty fifty. The most of my referrals were were mine that I worked at and, and people I know. And um, there was one that used it from YouTube. But I thought that was nice. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> uh, and then there were two from Tesla. But uh, the one that the Tesla employee took, and then the car showed up in my local club uh, at the first meetup was super annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can not that. not of the person, but knowing that the person from Tesla took it out of my account. Right. Thinking that you might never notice or whatever. Yeah. And- He's got a lot of referrals. He'll never notice one. <laughs> His right. next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll um, be interesting the, to see what they what they actually do with this. If, if it's uh, because of course a new owner who hasn't owned a car yet, they don't have the Tesla app. Um, um you could have the app, but but they wouldn't have an account. Yeah, unless they were on in. somebody else's. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so, know, being able to transfer something from one to the other if you do not have an account, yeah, and it'll have to change that. I don't know. I think they will because, like, in my house, uh, my wife was the first one with a Tesla account because she bought that 2012 sheepskin blanket, uh, sheep's wool blanket. And um, so she actually had the, the oldest, she had the first Tesla in the family and the, and the oldest Tesla account. But then when we got the car, they didn't put her on it. And then um, this was back when, you know, you had to get a Tesla employee to, to do dual accounts on one car. And now um, you can actually just go into the website and, and, and do it. Like so, when we got Update the next car, yourself. yeah, we actually did it ourselves. But she, so she has a completely separate account. We're not like one of those families where they share the same login. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, time will tell. We'll certainly uh, be watching be this uh, to see how it uh, makes this change and if it's if it's better uh, and, and what the experience is like. We'll definitely be watching. With that, um, another update uh, for New York City. Um, we've got, uh, in the past, we've talked about the yellow cab company uh, starting with a single uh, Tesla, Model 3, they were using. And uh, that expanded to, I believe, four. And uh, they were getting requests uh, to, to send the uh, Model 3 instead of a normal yellow cab. They wanted a specific cab. Uh, and of course, uh, just this past May, another company called, I believe it was Revell, uh, has uh, blue uh, Model Ys. A fleet of, I believe it was 40 of them, uh, came to New York City, Manhattan. And uh, they were uh, trying it out for the first time ever. Uh, in fact, they made modifications to the car where they removed the front passenger seat to give the rear occupants more room to stretch out. And uh, they uh, they were actually uh, they were a scooter rental rental company previously, so this was their first forte into large vehicles. And they started in May in New York City. And now we got news that a company, another cab company called Gravity, are adding a fleet of Model Ys uh, to to their grouping of cars, uh, which will operate in New York City as well. And these cars are uh, like the first one; they're yellow cabs but they're a separate company that runs this group of yellow cabs. So uh, Model Y is well represented now in New York City and, and Tesla even more uh, as both the Y and the three are now operating in the city and they seem to be a big hit. Everybody enjoys uh, taking them for a spin uh, to uh, get around the city and, uh, and that uh, seems to be the trend at this point. So. I can see this, of course, now starting to spread out, kind of like the police cars that we've been following. Yeah. Uh, more and more regions uh, try one out. Uh, they're successful. They add to the fleet, and uh, the neighboring region decides that, hey, we should get in on this, on the savings and on the cool factor. Uh, and uh, that's that's what seems to be going on with cab companies. Yeah. Uh, Officer Martin and I were talking about Model Y versus Model 3 in uh in, in this situation with the cabs and the police cars. And we, we felt that the Model Y is the, the better option for both cases, except for maybe uh, uh, the, the meter readers, because uh, you've got your, as a, as a uh, cab, you need the extra space for luggage and uh, for the American body proportions. And for the police, you've got the police belt. And if you're going to use it as the actual patrol car, then you'll need, you know, maybe the room in the back, uh, unless you're going to call for a paddy wagon. So... 
uh, and then the, the higher seating position is just more comfortable for everyone. So yes, getting in and out is a lot easier. Even yes. just a couple inches higher uh, makes a difference. Yeah, because getting out of a Model Three and a Model S, I kind of tend to do this rolling maneuver rather than getting out and standing. Whereas, like I do with my Model X, I just twist and put my feet on the ground and walk away. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. gravity. Uh, so they only take those cars downhill, Mark. They'll never have to plug them in. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they could have bought Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, it's quite easy if you're just going downhill. That's that's right. right. Just, yeah. uh, set them up at the top of the hill, start the fair, and uh, collect your money at the bottom. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect scenario. Oh man. With that, with that, we'll move into our next story, and uh, this is about, uh, I believe. Uh, Tesla setting up a zoo is what the title looks like. How does that work, Patrick? <laughs> That's right. Yes, the Bobcat Zoo. So, uh, project Bobcat Project. What is it? We don't is know. Is it a skid steer? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, like uh, it's for mountain grooming. I'm sure that's what it is, and that's why they're building them in Texas because there's lots of ski resorts there in Texas. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the uh, the Bobcat uh, skid steer with the little bucket. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was thinking, yeah, okay, yeah. So they, they bought okay, all so... those extra bobcats from uh, from Nevada. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. Yes, the bobcat rodeo. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So uh, we are joking about uh, a story here on Electrek that's titled "Tesla is planning a new facility named Bobcat Project next to Gigafactory Texas." So um, they have submitted this um, documentation to Austin and the city or the county and um, but we don't know what it is yet and uh, so far Tesla has not responded to queries about it and um, so it's up to speculation uh, we, we know that they have already have a battery manufacturing or cell manufacturing plan here so that's not it um and uh it doesn't have a name that's uh, obvious you know like uh palladium we we figured out was related to plaid um so i'm not sure what this is going to be uh but uh, as long as it doesn't slow down their first vehicle coming out of terra texas uh, that, that would be a shame they can't do that we, we we're, we've got a race on we've got, we've Man, got you, honor on the line upset. here you'll be really <laughs> upset if it slowed down because they're Building a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, they have talked about making a um, wild area here for people to walk on nice wooded paths and maybe some other features. Uh, it could be related to that. I doubt it would actually include bobcats. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, your guess is as good as ours, and we will definitely be following this uh, to see what happens. Yeah, it's like I said, the, the name is perplexing. Like it's just doesn't relate to anything as far as we can tell. So we will have to see. Uh, and why you need a, a, a big plant beside the current larger plant? Don't know. Don't know. Part of the battery, part of the packs. Again, we think those things are already baked in. So why this extra space is required uh, is a mystery. Right. Yeah. There's some guessing like, okay, uh, Bobcat is a cat. Is it something about the cathode or the guy, you know, who, who knows? We don't know yet. Yeah. Well, on to something we do know about, uh, Casey, uh, what's going on with superchargers? There are a lot of them. <laughs> yes. Bam. Uh, I got my work cut That's out for an me now. Yeah. They're, they're up to 20, uh, according to the official Tesla supercharge, uh, Twitter account. They are now up to 25,000 unique sites, and let alone how many charging handles they have if they wanted to count the way everybody else does, uh, to count each handle as a station. Wow. <laughs> uh, I must have Worldwide. Uh, I thought it was 2,700 locations and 25,000 chargers. Well, I guess it could be 25,000 handles. Yeah. Um, I may be wrong. I read it. Okay. They weren't very clear on their yeah, initial tweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, at least the, the article, their interpretation was 
They have 2,723 stations around the world okay. with a total of 25,000 charters. Okay, so they fell into the same trap as everybody else. They're counting each handle as as, 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 a, as a supercharger. So there's 25,000 handles and 2,700 locations worldwide. Yeah. And growing. <laughs> Which is and great this, because course... there was a while, 2019, where they kind of just mm -hmm. stalled. Yeah. And, and they were definitely falling behind because they were still shipping a lot of vehicles. Yeah, and with, uh, they, they need this, to get with to this number. They have uh, that's a twenty five percent increase in six months. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they they put up they put up three stations in my in my drivable area, like within within a forty five minute drive this year. <laughs> in addition well, to the knew, many that we already had, <laughs> they knew they let you down in in South Carolina, right? <laughs> oh, and the one in South Carolina came up, up after I left, and then it immediately went into maintenance mode. <laughs> And of course, another thing that's 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 I guess propelling this number higher and faster is that the superchargers that are now going in seem to be a much larger number of handles. So there's yes. more and more handles. You're not getting a, a six stall supercharger going in. When they Barely. are going yeah. in, you're getting twelve, you're getting sixteen, you're getting twenty. So yeah. uh, that's certainly increasing the number of handles that are at. Uh, uh, on the world's on the world stage, yeah, and most of them are going in as V three, which means that every time you plunk down a supercharger equipment, you end up with uh, up to four stalls. Uh, so you'll end up with eight or four, or like you said, multiple of four. Rarely will you see a six stall V three, but the, there's one in Ocean City, there's one um, right around here. So it's it's not unheard of, but but it makes sense since you can do four at a time. Why not Why not utilize them? Yeah, the nice thing about the V threes is there's no power sharing between stalls so you don't have to worry about where somebody parked or get upset if they parked right next to you when there's five other spots and yet they park right next to you why do people do that i don't understand it same, same with the urinal it's like come on now <laughs> socially distance buddy <laughs> oh man that is absolutely true though it's sad but it's true oh man but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, an amazing mount. Uh, certainly, uh, watching uh, this network grow, as as Patrick has mentioned, they did slow down at one point, but it does seem that things have picked up dramatically, and uh, they keep adding to the the network. And of course, with the sales numbers we're seeing, it's required. Um, yes, uh, yes. And it certainly, they seem to be concentrating a little bit more about doing beltways around cities um yeah. you know just on the outskirts uh maybe one on the internal part of the city and then you know four around the beltway or, or things close to that because uh, yeah. it looks like uh it's 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 getting to the point where they're noticing about uh the purchasers of these vehicles sometimes want to use them as a as a home charger so there has to be some that are in the suburbs that are in the, the inner city uh, to allow people to to use them if they don't have the ability to plug it at home. And, and it helps now that they uh, are actually revenue generating on their own rather than just being a $2,000 fee hidden in each car because uh, some folks do end up using more than $2,000 of electricity. And uh, before that was a bit of a strain and, you know, Elon kind of treated them like freeloaders because they were, and, and 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 now and now they're you know they're just paying for what they use, and, and so uh, once they have covered the cost of operating the station, then that's actually uh, not to say profit because the way the Tesla operates, but it's, it's, it's revenue generating and it's able to cover its costs. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far to, to call people who had free supercharger for life freeloaders. We paid uh, a lot for those cars. <laughs> I, I've used more than $2,000 of, of supercharging uh, capability. So at this point, I am a supercharging freeloader. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what percentage of my charging is on superchargers, but it's not a lot. I've, I've done maybe three big road trips. Those were all on superchargers. But uh, that's yeah. you know over five years that I've had the vehicle. So uh, Yeah, on our Model S. Right here at home. On our Model S, I didn't use it all. So if you count both cars, then yeah, I'm still under the requirement. But <laughs> but if you count just the Model X, I, I have really skewed myself. <laughs> yeah, what, well, you got to get to the What what an amazing structure though! Like just it, it makes it makes the difference for Tesla. 
it, uh, it does. having this ability to charge in between cities, go across the country as I have, you guys have gone on really long trips, multiple states. It's, uh, it becomes, <laughs> yeah, it becomes, a it becomes something where you can say, this is my only car. I don't need another car. I can do everything I want in this car and, uh, it's capable of doing it all. So that's, that's the real difference between Tesla and anyone else is that, uh, there, this this network is reliable, it's highly mm-hmm. available, and the car knows exactly where they are and what's available at that moment in time. So you're never mm-hmm. left in a lurch when you show up and need a plan B or a plan C because you weren't aware that they were all used or that four out of the five are broken. Uh, the, all those things are taken away uh, with the Tesla superchargers. Speaking of that, I was coming through Asheville one day and I had my charge level set to, I think, 85 or 90. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, so the car noticed that the next stop it was going to route me through, the station was broken. 100% outage. And so I'm sitting there just minding my phone and then I realized we're here longer than we should have been. It said stop here for 10 minutes and it's been 30 now. I look at the screen and it's charged past 90%. It's working its way to 100%. Because it knows it has to skip the supercharger in the middle of the South Carolina supercharger desert, and and we got home with two percent battery, and it was perfect. There you go, perfect, perfect story uh, to prove that point. Next, uh, off to New York City, and uh, Patrick's got a story of, of course, everyone heard about this, but uh, what happened there, Patrick? That is right. We have to talk about Elon Musk appearing on Saturday Night Live. And um, uh, I don't know if he drove there with the uh, Cybertruck or not, but uh, uh, it, was, it came I along for the ride. That. And the Cybertruck <laughs> was tooling around New York City at the same time that uh, Musk and Grimes were there for their Saturday Night Live appearances. And um, the Cybertruck... Actually, I got a quick... I got a quick video of the Cybertruck. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, let's let's see that. I suspect uh, that the Cybertruck and it, it uh, about it driving down Broadway, I believe it was. Yeah, I suspect yeah. that the Cybertruck and its support car uh, were trailered in, oh, and probably, uh, yeah. and then fully available for Musk while he was there. Um, Mark's face froze, but I don't see his screen share. Oh, there still... it is. Oh, Mark's screen is named Mark, too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it really brings the cyber uh, out in the cyber truck when it's driving around in the city with all the uh, city lights reflecting off the, the vehicle like there in the window. Yeah. You guys getting that share? Yeah, it's yes. beautiful. And you can see the, uh, the Model Y support car behind it. I wonder if oh. it's if it's fully support or if it's support it plus bodyguards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, Musk's appearance, uh, we were uh, concerned that the things might not go great, but it was it was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, he. Uh, he didn't uh, say anything that would uh, tank the company. Uh, he he made fun of himself. <laughs> that's a thumbs up right there. <laughs> totally yes, yeah. That's a that's a big stage where if uh, things go bad, it's going to be really bad. Um, in his opening monologue, he he talked about uh, he has Aspergers, and uh, how that means that he doesn't communicate the way that normal people communicate. Normal, and uh, um, so. Uh, this has become a, a Silicon Valley brag point to talk about being on the spectrum. And uh, there, there are even groups that are saying, hey, now uh, we don't want this to be considered a disease. We actually think of this as uh, something that makes us special and better in many ways. And uh, so uh, that was a, a interesting. I've never heard him talk about that uh, uh, openly before. I think it's yeah. been pretty obvious. Um, I, I worked a lot of years in high tech. A lot of my friends are on the spectrum, and uh, so uh, it's it's not surprising at all um, to, to people who knew what to look for or uh, are used to that. So, um, in in fact, th- there's a lot of things we've talked about when he he mentions things in um, order of magnitude or local maximums or, or other um, 
uh, nerd speak that, that other people don't get. And, and to me, I'm like, you're speaking my language. This is why I'm a big fan. Uh, this is an engineering driven company, not a bean counter driven company or a marketing driven company. Uh, it's not about, um, you know, what, what uh, feel good message you have. It's about what can you actually get done? And so, so all of that, I think, feeds directly from the uh, way that he presents things and, um, uh, and, and part of who he is. So that was, that was really cool to, to see him come out and, and uh, make that public. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, Casey, uh, you got a, a picture to share? Yeah, so Musk appeared. There are some times when they have non-actors on there where they do the opening monologue and then they're kind of just in the background of some of the skits and because they, they can't deliver lines well or whatever. Musk was in a bunch of skits uh, when he was, um, uh, was it uh, Lee Ron or uh, L Ron? I don't remember his cowboy name. Uh, uh, his, his cowboy character was pretty funny. He made that fun of how he, uh, uh, when they were going to rob a bank, he thought masks were dumb, but now he's learned better. So that was a good <laughs> COVID joke there about how uh, he's evolved his thinking there. Uh, that was great. Uh, and uh, how he also had, uh, he, he was into electric horses and self-driving horses, which are just regular <laughs> horses. That, that line cracked me up. <laughs> Uh, yep, exactly. And and then they had the picture of the electric horse uh, hooked up to the supercharger. <laughs> yes, that was the one little Tesla plug they got in there because he never actually mentioned Tesla by name. He did talk about uh, electric cars and, and uh, making life multiplanetary, but uh, yeah, never actually plugged the companies directly. And my favorite, uh, Wardo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wario? that's the one yeah. where Grimes Wario. Wario. Yeah. Wario, yeah. Yeah, yeah part of the Nintendo universe. Right. The, the evil Mario. Objection, Your Honor. I prefer to be referred to as the other Mario, not the <laughs> evil Mario. <laughs> my my least funny. favorite was this guy, the the Doctor Skip. Uh, not not of Elon, but the whole Skip. Oh. Yeah, Gen, uh, Gen X. Uh, Gen Z. Gen X yeah. Hospital yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bunch of millennials yeah. and, and okay. Gen Xs pretending to be Gen Z, and it was it was. <laughs> it was cringe. <laughs> yes, and yeah, uh, like like Derek, Mars was my favorite. <laughs> yes. Uh, that one where Musk played himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the uh, Chad uh, in space. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one has some this, funny moments. This is what I wanted to show you guys. <laughs> now, now, those of you who have watched Saturday Night Live in many, many years ago, who, who, what character did this remind you of? Anybody? Did you guys pick up on this? Um, the one that it reminds me of is Mike Myers on Sprocket, uh, Pet My Monkey. Bingo. This is where we dance. Bingo. This is, this is, <laughs> this is Dieter from Sprocket. Definitely. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. It was, it was channeled from Dieter. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I liked his, uh, Dogecoin on the news, but what is yeah. Dogecoin? It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, indeed. Fun stuff. Good times. Yeah, it was. It, I, yeah, thank you. He did a great job. Um, you know, for not being an actor, uh, he was in, like you said, a lot of skits, and he did well. Mm hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Well, on to our next story, and uh, this one's kind of serious. Um, we had reported on this multiple times in our Twitter feed. And if you don't know where that is, you can find us at the Tesla life for our Twitter feed and also uh, on our Facebook feed, which is the uh, Tesla life number one. You can follow us there throughout the week and see the stories that we're reporting on. This one happened a few times during last week, and it was about a San Francisco Bay area model three owner that was caught a number of times by different people. Uh, on the highway, driving from the back seat of his Model 3 with, of course, nobody in the front seat driving the car. The car was on autopilot, on a freeway. And, of course, if you've been to the San Francisco Bay Area, you know it's stop-and-go traffic mostly. Um, so there was this guy sitting in the back seat basically posing for pictures because he knew people were shocked 
that there was no one in the driver's seat and the car was driving itself. But of course, we know that this is not a fully autonomous system at this point. And he is really not only taking his life uh, at risk, but he's risking others around him as well. And uh, this, this story went on that so many people were uh, had taken pictures or quick little videos of him doing this that uh, they started to chime in on the social media to the police. So the CHP got involved. And of course, his license plate is right there. So yeah. they just enhanced it, looked up the car, and uh, went and did a little visit to him. Um, actually, he ended up being arrested. Uh, he ended he up uh, being charged twice with um, reckless driving. And for whatever reason, uh, he ended up spending a night in jail. And of course, the next day, uh, he defiantly um, was was speaking to the media and indicated that he was just going to do the same thing over and over again. Um, so this, this idiot uh, just does not, obviously he's doing it for alternative motive, uh, ulterior motives. He's, he's doing it for clicks. He's doing it to be famous. I don't know what he is, but in my mind, uh, he should be just hauled back to jail uh, based on what he's, what he's saying he's going to do. Uh, if he's caught again, uh, you know, he should be thrown away. When, the key should be thrown away on this guy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's yeah, he, his license. And, he, and he held he, in contempt and yeah. charged with reckless endangerment. This is they, they, they caught him on his uh, on his um, tablet. He had the tablet hanging from the headrest with a, a photo of one of the news reports of the police looking for him. And they pans to him in the back of the car with his foot on the steering wheel. And... At this point, I think, I mean, I, I don't really want Tesla to be um, controlling all this, but at this point, they've got, they've, they've arrested him. They got a warrant out on him. They could, they could easily then request that Tesla turn off his stuff and he can't use autopilot anymore. Yeah. I mean, they, this is not unprecedented. I, I understand that they may not be able to do that just for the fact that uh, he's abusing a system that's in a car. I, I think the reckless and, Having him, uh, you know, deducted points uh, and have his insurance go up because of it, uh, yeah. spending a night in jail. I think all those things, you could get to the point where you've disincentivized this guy from doing it anymore. The question yeah, about but, Tesla intervening and taking well, something away. Well, not Tesla intervening. That would be wrong on Tesla's part uh, on so many levels, but... Uh, we've seen it before where a judge orders somebody's not allowed to use the internet for so many years or not allowed to get anywhere near a computer for 25 yeah. years. So, I mean, they could very easily do a court well, order. Pulling, Tesla. pulling his license for a year might be a good start then. Yes. I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with, but since they gave it back to him, that would be another, you know, for the judge to do. Like, hey, you know, he's not allowed to use these features because he's insane. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, we, then his next statement is going to be, well, you took my license, so I sat in the back. I'm not driving the car. Is I don't need a license for that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, you know, a combination of fines and penalties uh, would be able to straighten him out uh, if he does continue to do this. I know there's a lot of people in the Bay Area that are looking for him and will mm -hmm. be happy to take his picture again and send it <laughs> to the CHP. It was kind of cool that the way they caught him, though, was like they waited for him to go by. Somebody called it in. They saw him on the bridge. Uh, officer comes up behind him, and they see him jump to the front seat to pull the car over. Uh, I mean, it's cool on the police's part of the way they caught him. Not cool that he was out doing it and got caught. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he should have he never been doing it to begin with. But, uh, yeah, if you're in that area and you see it, definitely report him because someone's going to get hurt. And uh, that's there's no reason that anybody should get hurt because this guy's being a dumbass and he's going to plow into some other car. And that's just, that's going to be a horrible tragedy for that family. And it's just going to, you know, we just, it's going to make news uh, about Tesla being irresponsible. It, it's just, there's nothing good that can come of this. Absolutely nothing. And the guy just needs to stop and whatever it takes to make him stop, whether it's take away his license or put him in jail needs to happen. And the fact that as soon as he gets back out, he's doing it again. Oh, that's, that's, that's horrible. Right. That's a whole nother level right there. Yeah. That's when you yeah. start questioning someone's sanity.
maybe if you did something stupid once and you learned from it and you were like, oh, I thought something, I thought it could do it. And now I've learned my lesson. That's one thing. But uh, just repeatedly doing it after you've been uh, arrested or ticketed or put in jail and you're like, I'm still going to keep doing this. You've got a screw. Even if, they, even if they don't fix him, though, making an example of him to all the other clout chasers is is a good move because yes. this is this is not ready for full self-driving yet. It's not sold as as if that's what oh well, i mean that's the name of it but it's not sold as if full self-driving is active yet so doing this now will help uh prevent more cases of them jumping to conclusions like they did in texas which we later found out uh was as we said you know absolutely not what they said it was because right. ntsb jumped out and said so right yeah so yeah now some of the, of the official news from the investigations coming out there was somebody in the driver's seat at the time of the crash um, autopilot was not engaged so i mean our full self-driving was not even a feature of that vehicle they had not purchased it so but but that didn't stop all those crazy headlines to you know day of yeah um yeah. i've got some breaking news if you if you uh go ahead you're cool hit it all right let me uh do this here breaking so uh hockey did, day did, did new music news music <laughs> uh, no i don't I, I guess we could get some of that but uh um hockey day pointed out this on uh elon musk's twitter feed and uh above the caption for this picture he just says uh sure? tesla and bitcoin and so for tesla and bitcoin tesla um elon has posted this screen uh screen share or screenshot he says tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using bitcoin we are concerned about rapidly increasing the use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which has the worst emissions of any fuel. Cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it has a promising future, but this cannot come at great cost to the environment. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin, and we intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transactions to be more... intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transactions to be more sustainable energy. That was okay. That was that was their grammar, not my my reading. <laughs> mm -hmm. We are also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use uh, less than one percent of Bitcoin's energy per transaction. Interesting. So yeah, Tesla then, has set up their own um, server there for for their internal transactions, and they can power it however they want. So it's only yeah. when they're buying and selling uh, into the the broader market that that would be using the energy out there. I mean, uh, so I mean, if you have a coin and you have it in a wallet and you're not doing transactions, then it's not using energy. So, I mean, it's not just, just holding crypto doesn't mean every day you're burning some coal. <laughs> yeah. But it's any uh, transaction, which of course Tesla is contributing to when they're allowing people to buy. Right. Or, right. Or, uh, so that's, I guess what they're trying to offset. Um, and so, Pranay Patel, he says, uh, Bitcoin's energy use is insane compared to the amount of transactions it processes. Currently 708 kilowatt hours per transaction, enough to power the average household for 30 days or to charge my Tesla Model X P100D seven full times. Hmm. Uh, and its energy yeah. grows by 30% per year while it remains forever capped at processing only 450,000 transactions per day. So I have a feeling that they'll be doing a conversion as soon as they feel that it's uh, ecologically safe to do so. This may this may spur Bitcoin to do things a little bit differently too. Yeah, they don't want to lose that customer. <laughs> mm -hmm. So definitely. But uh, thanks for the breaking story, Hockey Day, Casey. And uh, with that, I think we'll wrap up. Um, if you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up. Uh, please press the subscribe button if you haven't. That's going to help us out, and we would appreciate that support. Uh, as for shoutouts, uh, Mr. Patrick Connor, what have you got for us this evening? Sure. I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at OEVA.org. And I also blog occasionally at carswithcords.net. My latest story is about how in April, our solar panels used more than, or produced more than our house used. We were net positive for April. And uh, now we'll be uh, net positive all through the summer. And... Uh, make up for January, February, March, uh, where we were not net positive. So uh, there you go. That's uh, that's what, what's going on there. Now, of course, if you notice Patrick outside his house with those grocery bags, he was stuffing those extra electrons into those plastic bags to hold them till next month. 
<laughs> yes, a solar spill is called a nice day. A gasoline spill, nothing <laughs> <something> else. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bean, what have you got for us this week? So I've got quite a few videos I just shot, uh, mainly the 2021.4 series uh, deep dive videos. I'll be figuring out how to process those, including the one I've been working on the last two weeks. Uh, our friends at TestBox sent me uh, TestBox 2 Supercharged, so I've got a video on that, as well as a couple of other cool products I found in the uh, in the Tesla Accessories uh, sphere. And you can find them at youtube.com slash Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. Very good. We want to thank Lee Moon for the music we use every week. And uh, we will catch you next week, and you can find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Have a great week, everybody. Stay positive. Best negative. <laughs> <laughs>